0: And hello out there to all you Brooklyn folk and beyond. This is Sam Maxwell and Michael McCollum. And we're coming to you live from, it's still called MCU Park, right? No, it's from well, Park. Not See, not. I knew I got something wrong on the way over here, but thank you for joining us on the Bedford & Sullivan podcast. This is i the first time we've done a podcast in person together, Mike.
1: That is true. It's yeah. uh,
0: not the first time we've been to a game together. No. but
1: First time we're podcasting in person, yes.
0: And the reason why we felt the need to podcast in person is because I, I think, you know, there's not many people that pick up on the historic nature of today, but it is the first professional baseball game in Brooklyn in April since 1957, and Mike, you had all the information for me earlier as to when that last professional baseball game that occurred in Brooklyn in 19, uh, you know, since 1957 was. Wow. Back on April
1: 30th, 1957, the
0: Brooklyn Dodgers
1: defeated the Chicago Cubs at Ebbets Field uh, 10-9 in extra innings. That game went to 10 innings, and in the ninth inning, uh, I, I, believe, I believe Sandy Amaro hit the game-tying home run. All right, and, and inning, Don Zimmer hit the game-winning
0: home run. Wow! So it was a walk-off home run. It wasn't just a walk-off, but it was a walk-off home run. That's correct. And uh, you know, when thinking about that moment um, at the end of April, I can imagine that a lot of Dodger fans were in uh, a state of denial. In many ways, we're trying to just enjoy the baseball, kind of just like not worry about anything else. All the all the noise that was in the background. Uh, this much should
1: be true. Uh, they knew what was going on. The writing was on the wall. Everyone suspected uh, that O'Malley was going to up and leave, but everyone had their fingers crossed, and they hoped that they, they wouldn't up and go to uh, Los Angeles, but we know how that worked out. But, uh 1957 must, must have been a, a strange season, uh, somewhat surreal to sit in the stands and know what the future had
0: in the store. And it seems like you know they got off to a hot start in 1957, but of course, tailed off for third place. Uh, and and I'm sure that had something to do for the players, even not just the fans, with the fact that they were a leader. Sure. I mean,
1: we were coming off the 55 championship.
0: They returned to the World Series in 56. As you know, we know how that turned out. And then in 57, like we
1: say, they tailed off. And that didn't, you know, help towards uh,
0: making fans feel any better. No, and it probably didn't make fans feel any better when Walter O'Malley was parading a heap of Dodgers in Brooklyn. Yeah. But alas, you know we're talking uh, what should have, what it could have. The it's probably the best thing that the the Wilpon era of Mets baseball did for uh, the people of New York City, the people of Brooklyn especially. And I and it's funny because the Wilpons have gotten a lot of heat for caring only about the Brooklyn Dodgers, not even about the New York Giants, especially not about the New York Mets. But this is something that that is truly, truly beautiful, uh, that they brought professional baseball back to the borough of Brooklyn. Well, this is a great place, and, yeah, they brought baseball back to Brooklyn. Uh,
1: you know, and if you want to bring the Wilponson
0: to this conversation, uh,
1: this place was erected before they erected City Field. Uh, sure, this park was built uh, by New York City, and in a dual, a dual maneuver with the ballpark of Staten Island. Uh, however, you know everything that Mr. Woolpon could have been, should have done and so far as the
0: Brooklyn Dodgers, he should have done here and not applied that to City field. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I mean, I, I believe with City Field, it was all sepia photos. Yeah. There was no orange and blue no, to be no, found no. anywhere. Um, they, they've done a good course correction, relatively speaking. I think you and me were, you know, were able to sit there at many points, and and uh, because we had a bad baseball team, uh, we, we had just, you know, the place to pick apart for a long time. We're in a new place now. Exactly. New ownership, uh, new outlook on life. Uh, so what are you looking forward to most about being uh, back in – in Brooklyn baseball, uh,
1: no, I can't. I can't overspeak my love for Coney Island and you know the beach. And uh, you know this team has been here for just over 20 years now, and it's been glorious uh, having a team in your own backyard. And you know being that this is indeed a historic day, a historic day for the borough and for Brooklyn baseball, professional baseball. And let us not forget that, yeah, the pandemic ruined a lot of things over the last couple of years, but 2019 will live forever here in for Brooklyn as the, uh, the Cyclones captured the 2019 uh, New York Penn League Championship.
0: And so it almost feels like, you know, uh, it, it last year seems almost incomplete. Obviously, they didn't win the championship last year, but in many ways it almost feels like they are – they are still defending that 2019 championship, even though at the same time, you can't really defend it the same way because it's a whole new ballgame. They Brooklyn. will be the last
1: ever New York Pan League champion. That league is now one. and uh, you know, this team, that team, I should say, will go down in history. And here in Brooklyn, we got spoiled a little bit because uh, we got to see those, uh, a great majority of those players two years in a row uh, usually they come in for one season and they're out. and get promoted, uh, but many of those players, uh, Ronnie Mauricio and uh, uh, Beatty, uh you know, we got to see them and enjoy them for two summers here in uh, Cornell
0: So we got to support. You know, and that that's something to be said. The reason why we're celebrating today, April baseball, is because this is now a full season. But there was something really special about June through September. And, and I mean, I, one of the, my favorite baseball games I've ever seen was when Wally Backman, was the manager. And, mind you, they didn't win the championship that year, but they won the game that I was at in the 12th inning on a wild pitch walk-off. That was a great
1: season. Uh, a lot of fun. A lot of fun with Wally's manager. Uh, his brand of baseball uh, really shot. It's wonderful wonderful to be here during those days. Uh, But,
0: you know, uh, again,
1: professional baseball here in Brooklyn can't beat it.
0: Love it. Can't beat it. Absolutely love it. And uh, without further ado, we're going to make this a short but sweet because we, we hope, you know, we're, we're on the microphone and we're hoping that the uh, the sound is not drowning us out. But, you know, it's not like we were commissioned by the Cyclones to do a podcast here tonight. So oh, we'll have well, to think about it. We wanted to do this last season. But, yeah. you know, pandemic got in the way of a lot of things. And so here we are finally.
1: It's uh, April 12th. 2022. And, uh, we're in Coney Island. We're going to see Brooklyn
0: baseball. Can't mm-hmm. X are better than that, though. The weather out here is bad. And, you know, it's perfect. Perfect day after a little bit of rain this morning. But I'll, I'll, I'll finish with this, and I'll ask you: Are you, you know, regardless of of uh, what we were saying about the short season players and how you got to see some of them again? um do you feel like it's like Brooklyn deserves a little higher echelon of of the minor leagues, one way or another? Because it, it you know it must have been the most uh, pro, the the most big league crowd that any minor league team can get in many ways. Uh, true. Uh,
1: you know, I was grateful at the time for just getting this team, even though it was short a uh, short season. They started in June. They only played uh, what forty some odd games, uh, no, I'm sorry, uh, 70, 70-something games a year. But, uh, yeah, can Brooklyn be a double-A town? Absolutely, and, and attendance would reflect that. Uh, you know, they would have to make some improvements here, some new seating here, but uh, I'm happy the way things are. I'm happy that the Mets have all their affiliates local here in new york state yes here in brooklyn binghamton uh and, and syracuse so uh i'm happy you know i'm not
0: i'm not gonna i'm not gonna kick the can on that one i'm grateful for what we have and this is uh this is what we call the jewish goodbye uh-huh, uh and here not in uh brooklyn but um, (laughs) So, uh, you and I were talking about how you don't have the natural burrow rivalry anymore, but you still have a natural... Regional rivalry between the Brooklyn Cyclones and the Jersey Shore. Are they still called the Blue Claws? They are still the Blue Claws.
1: They went from Lakewood to the Jersey Shore. Uh, Sounds cooler. I don't care. (laughs) Uh, So that is indeed the new rivalry: Brooklyn versus Jersey Shore. And from where we're presently sitting, we're sitting along the right field section. If we look behind us. Across the water is the distance, that would be the beginning of Sandy Hook and the Jersey Shore. Right. So they're nearby, and
0: uh, you know, there's always that New York City, New York, uh, New Jersey row. Well, whether whether you're on the Brooklyn coast or you're on the uh, North Shore coast, it's always so close yet so far away. Uh, There isn't a direct Brooklyn ferry that goes between the Jersey shore and, and, and this place. Uh, you can obviously get there. I think it's like a $50 ferry to get to the Highlands, but you, um, yeah, you know, as you can tell, things start to, you know, crank up over here. Exactly. I I think they were, they were announcing, uh, Quite possibly a ball player, and that might have been some of their family members who were
1: cheering. Yeah, but uh, indeed. Uh, but once again, just to uh, reiterate, this is the first professional baseball game by a Brooklyn team in April. It's April 30th of 1957. Congratulations, Brooklyn,
0: and here comes the Marching band. All right. And that might be our time. To I think that's a perfect cue. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us. If you haven't checked it out on Twitter, I walked all the way for Bedford and Sullivan to
1: uh, get here today.
0: Yes you did. Congratulations.
1: So take, for that.
0: thank you and, and take a look at all the videos. I'm still accumulating some. There's still some Coney Island videos to post. But you do have the oceans to take a look at as the last one before the ball game gets started. And find the Brooklyn Cyclones online. I believe you can watch them and listen to them online. You can definitely listen. Just go to the website, hit audio, and you can listen to the Cyclones game on the website. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us on the Bedford & Sullivan Podcast. Let's go Cyclones. Let's Let's go go Brooklyn. Let's go Brooklyn.